What's up, people? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. I'm your host, Chris Rausch. In this episode, I interview Emily Flamme. She is currently a master's student in our public relations program, and she's also interning with Hartford HealthCare. We're going to talk about all of that. The show is produced by Grace McGuire, who is a student here at the School of Communications. Thanks for listening. Emily, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Sure. Uh, let's talk about your work for Hartford Healthcare. What are you doing for them? Yeah, so I am currently a content strategy intern, so which is essentially a fancy word for their PR department. And um, I wear a few different hats. Um, right now, my main thing is that I do most of their social media integration every single day. And um, I help out with other things too, though. Like if they need help with a media brief, a media pitch, uh, calling the news stations in the morning if we have an event, um, just like typical PR stuff, I kind of help out with too. But my main thing would be the social media. And are you doing that remotely? No, I go into the office twice a week. Okay. Yeah, I go in on Wednesdays and uh, I pick the other day, depending okay. on like what my schedule looks like. Okay. And, and I know the story. Yes. But share with our listeners the story about how you got connected with Hartford HealthCare, which, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Quinnipiac University signed a major agreement with last year. Yeah. So this is definitely one of the stories that just shows how I'm a little bit crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I saw this announcement because at the time I was managing editor for the Quinnipiac Chronicle, the newspaper, the student newspaper here. And I actually someone was doing a story about the contract, like the deal. And I thought to myself, I wonder if they have communications internships, because I was really interested in maybe doing some kind of healthcare communications. So I emailed uh, Chris Roush over here. I said, hi, um, I know that this literally just happened about an hour ago, but do you know if there's going to be communications internships? And he answered me right away and was like, I don't know yet. But then you connected me with Rebecca Stewart, who's the vice president of communications. And she connected with you yes and she emailed me back right away too and then i essentially started working for them like the next week and i've been with them for over a year now wow so yeah, yeah. and and why healthcare? what's the interest there so initially when i came to quinnipiac i was actually a biology major i thought i wanted to be some kind of healthcare professional whether okay. that be like a doctor or i don't know just some kind of medical assistant i i wasn't really sure um but i actually as time went on i was like I really just like writing a lot. So let me just change that. And then I, but I always had that interest in healthcare. Like I've always thought it was a really interesting field to be in. And I kind of thought there was like another way to be in it without being a healthcare professional. Okay. Yeah, that was kind of why. So how early in your career at Quinnipiac did you change majors? Uh, it was after my first semester. Okay. Yeah, I switched from the biology three plus one program to the communications three plus one program. Okay. And you were journalism majors in undergrad. Yeah, then I, then I switched to journalism. Um, I did that because I was doing the Chronicle and I loved writing. So I switched over to journalism. And then as time went on, I was like, I think I like PR. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and tell me a, bit, a little bit about the PR master's program. What are you learning in that? Yeah, so it's a great program. Like I feel like, especially for me, since a lot of the students that are in it were um, 
PR undergrad, they came in knowing a lot, but I feel like I'm learning so much despite not having that PR background. Um, I'm actually taking a healthcare in PR class in a couple of weeks. It's like a half semester course. Who's teaching that? Uh, Laura Willis. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's starting. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's starting yeah. after spring break. So that's one of the classes I'm really excited about. But I feel like just I'm learning so much about the whole industry, like every sector of it. Like you could do social media, but you could also do research. You could do um, agency in-house. Like you just learn so much about all the different options for PR and like how it really works. I feel like a lot of people don't know that there is a major difference between PR and marketing. So I feel like that was something that I wasn't always fully clear on until I kind of started my classes and just learning that difference between the two okay. was like a big thing. Okay. And it, uh, you pretty much set on when you graduate, you want to do public relations yes, and for healthcare. Sure. Um, hopefully, healthcare. Yeah, okay. but I'm open to like a lot of different things. Cause of course, it'll cause be the beginning of my career. Because you need a job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll see how it goes. But <laughs> have you started looking? I have. I started looking at some stuff. Um, a few of my professors recommended some places, so I applied there. Okay. Um, nothing's really gotten back yet, but I feel like it might just be that it's early. It's early. And they're still taking applications. Yeah. So I'm not quite stressed about it yet, but I have applied to random places here and there. Okay. Uh, and I see on your LinkedIn, you're also interning for the Institute for Public Relations. Yeah, I'm a research assistant there. How did that happen? So that was another funny thing. So Dr. Laura Willis, actually, when she, she sent out an email that the uh, Institute for PR was hiring a research assistant, and it would be like pretty part-time. It would be like 10 hours a week Okay. Um, for the summer. And I was like, oh, I could do that. So I emailed the, uh, her name is Olivia Krasik. She is the senior research manager um i emailed her we did an interview and then she hired me the next day and that was only supposed to be until august but um i asked if i could stay on <laughs> and she asked me if i could stay on it was kind of like we both wanted me to continue and i've been with them since and what, um, you, and what are you doing for them? Yeah, so they are a research institution. So they um, do a lot of PR research themselves and communications research, but they also work with a lot of just like academics in the field and showcase their research, getting that out there. But they also do a lot of just like conferences, webinars, and that kind of thing. So if there's, um, like, for example, I think. Dr. Cisco and Dr. Place are going to the IPRRC conference in on Monday, I believe. So they'll host these big conferences that showcase like research and that kind of thing. That's like a big thing that they work on all year. Very cool. Yeah. So I've been helping out with that. And it looks good on your resume. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoy it. I think it's cool seeing all like the research and trends and communications and PR because we do like journalism research as well, like talking about just every field and communications. Yeah. yeah. Emily, how did you get to Quinnipiac? So I, um, this is another thing where like, I just, I pick something and I just go with it. So my junior year, someone uh, was in the PA program, like uh, who got into Physician the, assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my junior year of high school, she said she was going into the physician assistant program and just like how she liked Quinnipiac. And for some reason, I was just like, okay, I'll go there too. Uh, and so I was this somebody you were best friends with. I wasn't best friends with her. We were friends, okay. but it was not like so so close to her. So I was like, that sounds cool. And I think I liked the idea that it was. I, I'm from Long Island originally. I think I liked the idea that it was like away from my home, but not like hours and hours away. So I think that's just like what that's like what got stuck in my head. 
So senior year, I actually did not tour a single campus. Uh, my brother is the same way. Like he's going into college now and he hasn't toured a single campus. Like we both just didn't really care about that. Where's he going? Uh, he's hoping to go to Binghamton, SUNY Binghamton. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I didn't tour a single campus. I told my parents I'm going to Quinnipiac. And they said, are you sure you don't want to like look at any other schools? I said, no, I don't care. I'm going to go to Quinnipiac. I applied to other schools, obviously, but I just wanted to go to Quinnipiac. <laughs> but you never visited. Until never visited. You, until you came. Until I came for uh, an orientation. Yeah, the admitted students day. Wow. And I committed when I was there. And then the next time I was here was for orientation. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know why I did that. Um, a lot of my <laughs> friends here think that's like really weird. But I just decided it was where I was going to go. It, it's it, To me, it's old school. Yeah. Because I, I applied to one school. Did you? Where'd um, you go? Auburn. Oh, okay. But, but I grew up there. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't there in high school, but I was like, I'm going to Auburn. I know. I was and like, I, I just and I didn't <laughs> visit because I had I had lived there till I was nine. Yeah. So you knew. So I knew what it was. Yeah. I knew what it looked like. But yeah. So. Yeah, I just decided that it was the place for me. I think I really liked the um, option for the three plus one that you could get your master's in four years. I okay. feel like that didn't seem like a common thing that any other school really had so i was like i'm sold i'll just go there and plus i always had the attitude of like every school's roughly the same setup so i can just make friends anywhere and i'll be fine and yeah. that's what happened so okay. i was like i'll make friends anywhere i'll be fine are there a lot of people here at quinnipiac from your high school no only like a handful like okay. i think they're right now i think it's like three of us okay total okay yeah okay. Well, i went to a very small school okay in uh in high school um where do you see yourself in like five or 10 years? I see myself, I hopefully will be some kind of maybe like lower level manager for like an in-house healthcare team. Okay. Um, I think that would be great. Like okay. managing some of the kind of tasks that we need to do. Okay. That's, that's what I hope. Okay. Yeah. But in-house, not for an agency. No, I don't think I would really like agency very much. I okay. think I like the idea of like an in-house okay. place. Okay. Uh, Emily, what are you going to miss the most about Quinnipiac? I think um, I think I'm just going to miss how convenient everything is. Like just seeing all your friends and like all the time, like just walking down the street and like being able to like see everyone. Also, the community here is like to me amazing. Like just all of the professors and all of the people are just so awesome and like just always willing to help out. And I think that's something that I will definitely miss once I leave. But I know that they'll always be there to okay. help out still. But. Okay, very nice. All right, Emily, last question. Uh, this is something I like to end the show with uh, occasionally. I want to know something about you that few people would know. Oh, okay. And then I'll, and I, I can share something yeah. about me if you want me to go first. Yeah, I need to think. Okay. So maybe you go first. Okay. So I am not ambidextrous, but I do certain things with my left hand, like... Um, like brush my teeth oh. and brush my hair and eat. Interest. That's interesting. And then I do certain things with my right hand, mm -hmm. like write and throw. That's very interesting. And and it it gets back to the fact that my mother was left-handed and my father was right-handed. So you were learning from both. And whatever they taught me yes. is what hand that I used. That is so funny. Um, That's interesting you say that because I'm very similar. Okay. Um, I golf left-handed. I do some things like with my left hand, not a lot, but some random things. I do lefty. Uh, 
golf catching. I catch with my left hand, but I like I don't know. I just always have been kind of weird with that. Okay. Um, no one in my family is left-handed. They don't know where I got that from, <laughs> but I do some things left-handed too, which is pretty funny. But everyone knows that about me, so I need to think of something. Yes. That people don't know. Yes. Um, let's see. Well, this is an interesting one. I don't always tell this story, um, but I am, for people who like don't always know this, I'm completely deaf in both ears, but like most people know that about me. So I go to, my doctor is at New York Eye and Ear in New York City, and they got this partnership with Marvel to create a comic book character. Her name is Safira. Um, she was supposed to be like, she had cochlear implants and, but it like used it to her, it was like her power and like whatever. And, um, it was a very top secret meeting, but I got to meet with some of the comic book people at Marvel to talk about, to talk about it and give them ideas of like things that she should have and things that she should do. Like I said that the magnets in her head should be like a power advantage somehow. And they were like, oh, we didn't really know that. Like, let's include that. So, um, I usually like don't always tell that story because it doesn't really come up ever. But that's like a really fun fact that, that I got to talk cool to like Marvel story. and yeah, yeah. So cool. Safira is a comic book or is it? Yeah, it's like a comic book. I think it was like pretty limited print. Okay. I don't think it was circulated all that much, but it was. I have like a few copies of it. But that's still really cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, they circulated I didn't know it around. That there was like, a superhero that had cochlear implants. No, no. I, but if you like <laughs> Google it, I think it comes up. Like okay. I think it's like. It's out there. It's okay. out there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, Emily, I want to thank you for joining us on this yeah, episode thank you so much. of Uncommon Grounds. It's been great. Yeah. Thank you for having me. That was my interview with Emily Flamme, who is currently a master's student in our public relations program. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by me, Chris Rausch. I'm the dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by Grace McGuire, who is also a student here at the School of Communications. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcast on the platform or app of your choice. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at QU Podcasts. Do you have a story to share? Something you want us to talk about? Find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. On our next episode of Uncommon Grounds, I interview Carly McManus. She is the general manager of our student radio station, WQAQ. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and thanks for listening.